0: This is Erin Lindstrom, and you're listening to Thank You for You. This is a show about celebrating and acknowledging our humanness as well as our beingness the easy and the hard, the gifts and the gifts we don't really like but choose to accept anyway. This is a show about and for people in pursuit of more peace, more joy, more money, more justice, and more of the awe that life has to give us. Thank you for being here, and thank you for you. Welcome back to Thank You For You. Surprise! I'm excited. (laughs) This episode is sure to be a great one. No pressure, Mariah. Um, (laughs) But this is with another one of my favorite humans on the planet. Mariah has been a client, she has been a strategist, she has done SEO magic with me. And she is just really an incredible human who has. I mean, I feel like I've been lucky enough to like kind of like watch you transform and really be in your power and watch your business grow and change and evolve and all of that stuff. And so we'll talk about all of that in the episode. But Before we do, I will share Mariah's bio with you so you have an idea of who this human is. Um, Mariah is an SEO strategist and educator for entrepreneurs over at mariahmagazine.com. She believes that showing up on Google and making sales doesn't have to be as difficult and overwhelming as everyone makes it. When you show up with purpose, you show up on Google. Mariah focuses on creating a powerful connection between your business and people that are already looking for the solutions you offer while finding and fixing the gaps along the way. Since 2015, she's been helping clients strategize and strengthen their online visibility so that they can generate more website traffic, connect with the right people, increase their income, and stand out to the people they serve. If you want more information, you can go to MariahMagazine.com, but not before you listen to this. Okay, Mariah, (laughs) I'm so glad (laughs) you are here. Thank you for joining me thanks for All the having way from me buffalo new york that's
1: right thank you thank you
0: <laughs> so to kick us off i'm going to ask you the question that i ask everyone when they come on and you are welcome to take this internalize it as you wish and like bring us on whatever kind of journey you want to go on as short or as long as you desire but if it's really short i will ask you more questions no pressure um, <laughs> who are you no pressure who are I... you and how did you get here I
1: knew it was going to be a
0: question like this. Hello, it's me. (laughs) Um,
1: Who are you? I don't know. It depends on what costume I want to wear
0: that day. Who are you beneath the costume? Um, I'm a soul
1: having a human experience (laughs) at Earth School. Um, But Earth School, I love that. Yeah, Earth School. I'm just at Earth School and I'm just a curious human. I feel like that kind of just sums me up. I'm just um, curious about other people, about myself, about business, about this experience that we're currently living in, about the things that we can't see, Mm -hmm. which super curious about the things that we can't see. Mm -hmm. Um, How did I get here? Well, on July 18th, 1992, I'm just kidding.
0: -hmm. Um we're here for that story. Wherever
1: you want to (laughs) go. Um how did I get here? Being curious. It's the same, it's the same question. Mm -hmm. I guess I've always really had this thing where I never wanted to do things the way that other people did them. Mm -hmm. Like even as a kid. I was just like, oh, I see that you're doing that. And that's cool. And I can see why you would choose to do it that way.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: also I found a better way for me. Mm. So yeah, I feel like that's really how I got here. And like through being curious about the things that I didn't like.
0: Mm, interesting.
1: So like even with work and things like that, I remember I was like 23 and I got this office job and I, I thought I made it. And like this, this was, this was what I was supposed to do is get like office experience and they paid for healthcare. And I was coming up on the age to where like, you have to think about those things. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up lasting six weeks in that job. And I texted my boss, like I was breaking up with him. And I was like, Hey, listen, it's not fair to you. And it's not fair to me. I'm just, I'm I'm not in it. I'm not in it here. Mm -hmm. But apparently my work ethic was amazing. And so they tried calling and like, talking me into, hey, do you want to go in a different department? Do you want to go in the science lab? And I was like, if you people knew anything about me, you would know I don't like science labs. And I like hung up the phone and I was just like, no. And I got to give it to my mom. She's always been super supportive Mm and just like figure out what you like to do and do it for the rest of your life type thing. Mm -hmm. And I just remember like being kind of like, I don't know what I want, but this is definitely not what I want. And then I was so supercharged with it. I was like, screw it. Let's quit school too. Mm. All within the same month. I was like, yeah. And I was getting my tax refund back and I was living at home. And my mom was like, you got your tax refund. Like how long can you afford to live living at home? I was like, I got a solid like four months Mm -hmm. because my bills were like not a lot. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I got a solid four months. And she's like, cool, relax. And I was like, I don't know what that means.
0: Yeah, relax. What? Huh?
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because I was always the person like going to school full time and I was working two jobs.
0: Wow. So like
1: I was always, always on, always on. So like that space, I was like, what do I want to do? But the reason why I quit school is because I was going to school for website development. And the way that they were teaching things, it was just so outdated. And I was like, no offense to my teachers. I'm sure that they're great people, but it was all online and I never met them. And my Mm -hmm. viewpoint at that time, which you knew me about two years ago, I'm pretty sure I still have the same similar mindset where I was like, these people are dumb. I can do it better. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Yes, I remember that version of Mariah. (laughs) Oh, that was the catalyst for quitting school of like, if you can do it then I can definitely do it.
0: Mm. Amazing. So tell us then about your like journey to the online business world from there. Um, Okay. So yeah,
1: quit school. And then I was like, all right, well, I need some kind of online portfolio. Mm -hmm. So I have always been super into art. People used to pay me to like create portraits and stuff when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. And so like I thought this portfolio that I was creating was like me as an artist and like all that I ever was and is and am. And so I had like oil paintings and then I also had like, but I can learn HTML and CSS. Like it was a mod pod of a compilation, but whatever. I made it, I put it up there, ended up finding an ad on Craigslist that was offering like a paid internship position to learn website development. And I was like, mine, like great. Mm. So it turns out like I ended up meeting with the two owners. The two owners were like four years older than me, two dudes out of college, like trying to start a business. And they were Mm -hmm. the coolest humans on the face of the planet. So they basically were like trying to be super professional about it. Oh my God, I love them. (laughs) We're just like, we'll get back to you after we discuss further. And I was like, great. Can't wait for you to offer me the position. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Love the confidence.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So um, yeah, I ended up getting the internship and the one owner was in charge of doing like the website development and he introduced me to WordPress and ended up teaching me everything that he knew within like a four month span. Wow. Wow. And so I was like, holy crow, this is like amazing. I feel like I could do anything now.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then it turned out that maybe like a few months after that, they ended up taking a step back. They both got offered really awesome positions that like they wanted to go into. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like this business that they created ended up just being like extra money. Mm -hmm. So like, I was like, oh, well, I have to do something. So I ended up creating my own
0: business. Mariah magazine was born.
1: Mariah, Well, Mariah magazine was born back in when I was 12. It was my MySpace name.
0: Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. So she just grew up and matured with you into business.
1: Yes. Mariah magazine is now a grown woman, but Mm. she started off as a young little tween. So yeah. And then it's funny because like my friends used to pay me to customize their MySpace profiles. So like that's when I really got introduced to HTML. But I was like, I could never get paid for this. That's all it right. is. Right. And then it comes full circle. My brother was like, hey, for your birthday, I bought you MariahMagazine.com. I'm not sure what you're going to oh, do wow. with it. Yeah. Yeah. He bought it for me. And I was like, wow, what a cheap birthday gift. It's like $20. <laughs> <laughs> Super rude. But yeah. Um, yeah, so he bought it. And then like he's the one that kind of inspired me to go like the website design, website development route. He was like, mm-hmm. it combines technology and art, which you love. So yeah. why don't you just do it? And I was like, cool. I'm
0: gonna do it. <laughs> the worlds came together. I love that. It's so funny. I as a kid, um even just like this moment right here, I just had a meta moment as you like shared that. I'm like, oh yeah, as a kid, me and my best friend Alex had a you know, like a boom box basically, but it would record too on tapes. And so we created like our own, what would now kind of be like a podcast. We thought of it it as like a radio station at the time, but like, it's so funny how who we are as children can kind of like cross over into adulthood too. I think there's a lot of truth there.
1: Your soul knows when you're a kid and you're just gravitated towards those things when you're younger because you're not programmed and filtered. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's kind of like the world is your playground because, well, it really is. It
0: literally is. Yes.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it's always interesting when you look back and you're like, wow, little me was like killing it.
0: yeah. So tell me a little bit, tell, not just me, tell us a little bit about like, what are you doing these days? What is the current iteration of Mariah Magazine? What's happening in your world? Hmm.
1: Um, So, yeah, I mean, like right now, currently, I do SEO strategy and Mm -hmm. education. So Mm -hmm. I teach people how to do SEO. I have a VIP day that like teaches people's teams Mm -hmm. how to do SEO because like, it doesn't have to be as difficult and as overwhelming as everybody makes it. So mm-hmm. I feel like my superpower in life is like being able to see complicated things, taking them apart, mm-hmm. looking at all of the pieces and then putting them back together in a way that makes sense to me and is easier. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I even got my birth chart read and apparently like that's what I'm here to do. So like who knew that mm-hmm. I just make my own rules? Um yeah. So, yeah, I do that. I have an online course, DIY SEO. And then I'm also trickling into like the coaching and mentoring world. Mm -hmm. Those specificalities are not worked out at this moment. Mm -hmm. Currently in an integration phase. Mm. And it's funny because like, um, well, I'm, I'm really connected to spirit. And so my guides were kind of, they like, they're sassy, mm-hmm. and any time that like I'll try to think about like this next kind of level of expansion, mm-hmm. they'll make my brain fuzzy.
0: Mm, so interesting. It's like
1: I'm not supposed to know, and I'm not supposed to figure it all out right in this moment. I'm supposed to just sit and be patient and be still, mm-hmm. which is hilarious for me coming from the person who like went to school full-time worked two jobs
0: right right I have always been a doer and like
1: oh cool there's a problem I'll solve it like that's fine Mm -hmm. so now they're just like yeah and that got you this far and that's great now take a seat
0: Mm. like
1: so now I'm sitting um Yeah. And it's funny because sometimes I'll even try to trick them and like my brain will be super strategic (laughs) when I go to the grocery store and I'm like, okay, I need mangoes, pineapples, lemon. And I'm just like going through this list and I'm like, and for my coaching package, I'm going to do, and like my brain's like, (laughs) they're like, nice try. Like you come from a place of like infinite time and space. So like, you can't do that.
0: Stop trying to trick us. That's that's interesting. Actually, just even having a, it's almost like a more feminine approach to clarity uh, is what I'm hearing. Like less of the do 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 go 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 figure it out, and more of the receive.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was 2020 in a nutshell. Mm. It was the death of my masculine way of doing things and opening me up to like the feminine way of doing things. And like December Mm. of last year, most money I've ever made in a month in business, and like. What changed? Oh, I was dancing in the kitchen a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You are like being with yourself.
1: Like embodying. Mm -hmm. And I remember asking before, um, this is actually how I found my spiritual mentor was that I was like, I don't know how to surrender. Like everybody says, surrender, surrender, trust, surrender. And I'm like, how to surrender is what I literally (laughs) Googled. In Apple i like in yeah. Apple iTunes, which like I never do that. Mm-hmm. I always use Google, but mm-hmm. for some reason mm-hmm. I did it in Apple Podcasts. Ended up coming up with my spiritual mentor's podcast and ended up booking with her, and she changed my life. Really, well, I wow. mean, I changed my life, but like she held my hand as yeah. we changed my life.
0: Yeah, together. yeah, beautiful. So. With SEO, like I've heard you talk about this and I would love for you um, to share here is like, yeah, Google is part of it. And there's like a much deeper thing going on around being seen and taking up space and like letting people flow to you. Can you just kind of talk about like, what is, first of all, why do people avoid doing SEO in your opinion? And like, you talk about it being like easier than people think. Mm -hmm. And in my view, it's like, it's not actually like the doing the work that's hard. It's what it means to do that work. So I'm wondering, like, can you just expand on that and tell us kind of your, your perspective?
1: Okay, this has been a spiel on my heart for, I don't know. It feels like 50 years, but Great. Give realistically it it's been a year and a half. Like SEO is not that difficult. It's really not. It's about like infusing SEO friendly habits into the stuff that you're already doing in order to move the needle in your business. It's more about like, I think I think really what holds people back is like they're afraid to be seen like, oh, man, if I do SEO and I start getting found on Google, people are going to see me. People are going to see the content that I write. They're going to see my website that I have. What if I get too big? What if I have too many eyeballs on me? What if I can't handle it? Mm -hmm. Because SEO and Google like there is that power there because people are literally typing in the exact solutions that you help them with. Mm-hmm. If we strategize the words that you're using on your page, because that is what connects um, Google to your website is the keywords, but not in the way that everybody thinks. Everybody thinks like, we throw our keywords in our image, alt text, and then Google puts me on page one. It's like, no, no, no. We have to give Google a little bit more context clues than that. But also, you have to know your people. Like, you have to know what they're typing into Google. Mm-hmm. And you have to know what their intent is when they're typing that into Google. That's a huge thing that I think holds people back is like, they're like, I want to show up for copywriter. Okay. Amazing. But like, what is the intent of the person that's typing in copywriter? Mm-hmm. Because nobody uses Google like that anymore. I'm not going in. If I'm really searching to hire for a copywriter, I'm not going into Google, but t- going into Google to type in copywriter. Mm -hmm. That wouldn't, I would be sitting there sifting through like 10 pages in order to maybe find the solution for my problem. Mm -hmm. When really I would be like, okay, um, copywriter for hire or copywriter to help with my about page or something a lot more specific because then that aligns with the intent of the person that's searching. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, I feel like from my perspective, don't subconsciously want to know what people are typing in or like don't want to dig deeper into that Mm -hmm. and don't want to be okay with trusting that that's how it works because they've heard for so long that it's, nope, you have to shove the keywords in here and you have to do all of these crazy things, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, (sighs) but then you also have to test and tweak and you also have to trust that like the content that you're writing is helpful, that the content that you're writing that, that you want to be found for it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a lot of trusting.
0: There that. is a lot of trust in that. The idea of like, do you actually want to be found strikes me. Um, and you were mentioning just like, you know, it's a. It's about putting yourself out there in a way, right? This aligned intention is something that came out of your mouth a couple of times. Um, and I like those words together. And I think like just clicking back to what you were saying about um, receiving money and like changing business and stuff and dancing in the kitchen versus like doing 40,000 different things. It sounds to me like there's a bit of a mirror there with SEO and actually like if you were intentional about what you're putting out there, then the right thing comes in versus doing everything you think you should be doing.
1: Yes, yep. Aligned intention, like uh, it's so funny because like bird's eye view, like such is life. That is how you create the life Mm. that you want to live is by aligned intention. Mm -hmm. So then when you get smaller, it's the same thing. SEO, it's about aligned intention, money mindset, aligned intention, like getting more clients, making more money, having a business, cooking. Cooking a meal for your family is about aligned intention. Mm-hmm. Intention is literally, literally, I added a you in there, yeah. <laughs> literally uh-huh. everything. It really is. <clears throat> like, and especially with the data and everything like that. Like if, if we're talking specifically about SEO, it's mm-hmm. like we have to, we have to trust that the data will come but the data won't come unless we have an aligned intention.
0: (laughs) Yep. And it's being able to trust that. So would you say, because you are like, you have a foot in the spiritual realm and a foot in school earth and all of that jazz. And then we're bringing the SEO piece of this in when it comes to actually like taking action with SEO for people who like haven't yet for whatever reason is on the surface, Um, Do you have anything that you recommend people do to actually like prepare themselves to take the step? Like if this really is an emotional or spiritual decision that needs to be made first around, you know, safety and aligning like what they actually want with their steps, like what should you actually do before you move into doing SEO stuff?
1: Sit down and figure out what the goal is. Mm. Like what is the goal? And then get even deeper so it's like, why do you want to be found? I want to be found because I want more clients. Why do you want more clients? Mm-hmm. Well, I want more clients because I want more money. Great. What does money mean to you? Mm-hmm. Like, where is that intention sitting? What is the subconscious intention? Because conscious intention and subconscious intention can be different. Hmm. We have to sit with it and we have to really figure out, like, why do we want more clients? The universe works in mysterious ways. And if your, like, aligned intention does not align with, let's say, like, your soul's purpose, you're going to get really frustrated. Mm. Because, like, that's just the way the path is so easy when you are aligned with why you are here. Things move for you. And like some things where you're just like, I have no idea how that happened. It's because you're on a path
0: that is aligned with your purpose. So what happens when we combine that with SEO? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like when, when you're aligned with your purpose? Yeah. It's, it's so inspiring to do SEO keyword research.
0: Mm, That's interesting. Say more.
1: Yeah. So SEO keyword research is like my favorite thing to do with clients on a call Mm -hmm. because it's like, okay, where should we start? And they're like, oh, I think people would type in this. And like, I get to ask the questions Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, but what does that mean? What's the user intent? And then I get to type it in and show them Mm -hmm. that like this does or does not align with like the user intent of things. Mm -hmm. But when we finally start figuring it out, their brain starts going They're like, well, I could write a blog post about this. I could write a blog post about that. Oh my God, wait. Like I've been talking about this part forever. I didn't realize that people search for that. Yeah, of course they search for that. There's 7 billion people in the world mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you're helping them do something
0: mm-hmm.
1: that they like is considered a problem to them because that's why you go to Google to solve mm-hmm. a problem. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's so nice to be able at the end of a call for me to be like, okay, like, listen, I know before the call, you were super jazzed about creating content. You didn't want to do blog posts. And that's because a lot of people think that blog posts are just something you have to do mm-hmm. in order to run a business. But like when you actually have an aligned intention behind the blog post, and we're doing the keyword research and you're starting to see that there's gaps in the market because the only people that have really been taking advantage of SEO Is bigger agencies. Mm. So there's like these gaps in the market that are ready to be filled. So when you start seeing those, it's like, holy shit, I could create this. I could create that. I could create this. You're being so inspired. And then that inspiration goes into your marketing because we've already done the research on what people have problems around and what they think that they have problems around, what they would type in you create these big, like, let's say uh, a massive blog post, like 2,500 words. Okay. Let's say that you just create like this super kick-ass guide to something. You can then chunk that out. You can use that for Instagram. You can create reels. You can create stories. You can put it on Facebook. You want to read it as a script and do a YouTube video, have, have at it. Mm. You want to talk about it on your podcast. You want to use it during your process and your user's experience. Like when you're working with clients, mm-hmm. great. Like mm-hmm. after somebody says, I want to hire you <clears throat> and like, let's say they always have the same questions, use that blog post as a way to answer all of their questions and send them the link. So you don't have to keep re-saying the same thing in emails. I right. do that all the time. I'm like, here's the here's the blog post that I have about setting up your Google Analytics. Mm-hmm. Let me know when it's done. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah, so you can actually use what you create because it's intentional. So it all makes sense in your ecosystem.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when,
0: when would you say is the best time to like start looking at SEO and is it ever too late?
1: I don't, I don't think that it's ever too late mm-hmm. as long as there is the intention there that like, that you feel motivated to keep going with this business. Mm-hmm. That's when it might be too late. Is like, if you are no longer aligned with how you're showing up for your people, Mm -hmm. then it's like, oh, look, new (laughs) integration process. (laughs) What are we diving into now?
0: Interesting. Yep.
1: Um, So then it might be too late, but like, then it's a business transition. And then SEO will always be there in like the next way that you want to serve, because the next way that you want to serve is always going to have questions Mm. that people are typing into Google. So it's like, yeah. So the perfect time to do SEO, it depends on your budget.
0: Okay. Let's talk about that. What yeah. That mean? It,
1: it depends on like your priorities and your budget. Like if you want to pay somebody to do it, it might be worth it to like make sure that you've been in business for a year or at least like have worked with clients before. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go ahead and pay somebody to do SEO when you don't even really know how exactly you help people and like which pain points you solve.
0: Right. So really start like getting clear on who you are, what you're doing, what the outcome is so that you can bring that information basically to the call with you or whoever it is.
1: Yeah. And like in the, in, in the copywriting world, in the, in the coaching world, like so often they have business owners, like, and I mean, like, we all have this for our business because we're on podcasts and things like that, and it's like that long-winded spiel of like who I am and what I do and like which costume I'm, I'm wearing this month. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, that's not helpful for SEO. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, a lot of clients will come to me and they're like, "I help people make six million dollars uh, a shmishmer and like shmishmer shmee," and I'm like, "Yeah." We're going to have to, like, get deeper than that. We're going to have mm-hmm. to get simple. We're going to have to, like, what are people typing in? Because they're likely not typing in, I want to make $6 million tomorrow by copywriting. Like, that, it's just, it's not what they're doing. Right, right. Um, and then, so, yeah, once you have it figured, like, if you're at a point where you're just starting to figure it out, I think that it's helpful to learn, like, DIY SEO. Mm-hmm. So that you can start to infuse like SEO friendly habits. If you are creating blog posts and you are creating content for marketing, I think that that is just like super super valuable to know.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Yeah, and also setting up like data foundations because like as soon as you have a website, we want to start testing. We want to start tweaking because how Google works is like I like to consider Google as like a big filing cabinet, Mm -hmm. and so when you have a website and you've been up for it, let's just say like around three months, usually Google will find your website, find a page on your website. And it's gonna to try to organize you in the big filing cabinet because there's over 4 million pieces of content published a day. Google has to have some way of organizing them. So it has to put you somewhere in the filing cabinet. So if we're testing and tweaking, and like if we're testing, For, let's say, six months and we're just getting some clients like we still want to be able to see are people finding us from Google. Did Google put us in the right section of the filing cabinet? Mm -hmm. And so by setting up like foundational tools, we'll be able to see that and that will help you to see like if you're using the words that Google's picking up on, that's associated with what you want to be found for. So like just as an example, before I started doing SEO, I was on page five for the phrase like, what does the name Mariah mean? (laughs) And that's because like Mariah was all over my website. Mm. So Google's like, okay, great. This is what her website is about because all of the context clues were pointing to that.
0: Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So, Google has to, like, you're probably in the filing cabinet somewhere, but like, we have to figure out where you are.
0: It's getting you from the back into like the correct filing cabinet and then closer and closer to the front. Yes. It sounds like. Yes. Okay. I love that. It's helpful, that imagery. I think sometimes Google just feels like, well, I don't, you know what I mean? It's like too big to conceive what this could possibly mean. Um, So, that's super helpful. So, Question for you, and this is kind of like coming back around, thinking back to you, I think you said you were 21 when you were working two jobs and in school and decided to like stop. Um, what would you, knowing what you know now, like go back and tell her?
1: That you don't have to do anything to prove that you're worthy and you're good enough. Mm. Because I've done <clears throat> a lot of like healing on my own. and like, those were subconscious patterns. I was doing it to prove to to who? I mean, to apparently mm-hmm. everybody, to myself, mm-hmm. um, that I was good enough and that I could get attention and I could get love if I was performing.
0: Mm. My
1: performance was equal to good Then I was doing something good. So it's like, I would tell myself to get into therapy sooner. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, therapy was really helpful. Not not in terms of talk therapy. For me personally, talk therapy would not be helpful, just like regurgitating things that are already in my conscious mind. Mm -hmm. But what I did is EMDR.
0: So it's like
1: eye movement desensitization. Mm -hmm. And that therapist actually like she inspired me to kind of tiptoe in my spirituality a little bit more because apparently the meditations and the visions that I was getting as I was doing that weren't normal.
0: Mm, Interesting.
1: Air quote, like she had students come in and sit into my sessions all the time because it wasn't a normal occurrence. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that. And I was just like, yeah, but like I've been getting visions and stuff for like – for a while. I didn't, I didn't think like, I thought that everybody got them. I thought that this was really normal to get answers that quickly. And yeah. So I would tell 21 year old Mariah to go to therapy Mm -hmm. to, to believe, to, to believe in herself, but not in like a poster way. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like we've all been hearing these words forever. So like Mariah's consciousness at 21 was not available enough Mm -hmm. to really understand that.
0: Yeah. Yep. 100%.
1: I don't know. I could look back and and tell that version of Mariah, all of these things. And she would probably be like,
0: you're dumb and you have no idea what you're talking about. Yep. Or like, okay, got it. I'll save that for later in five years when I'm on a podcast and I'll bring this back up. But yeah, yeah. (laughs) can't actually like comprehend. And that's really interesting. The idea of just like capacity and consciousness. And like, uh, I think we spend a lot of times, uh, making ourselves wrong for how we were in the past, like, or, Oh my God, I wish I did something differently. But at the end of the day, like, Nope, we're always, we're always doing our best with what we have. And we always like are listening to our fullest. And I think as we keep going and as your consciousness starts to opening starts to open rather, um, as you like tap into your gifts and all of that, like, it's really important to kind of be where you are in the present to receive and accept that and like love and thank that person who you were in the past, because she's the one who got you here, even though she wasn't just like, you now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's a phrase that I used that I still like saying just because I like the way that it sounds, Mm -hmm. but like the more that my consciousness expands, the more meaning it is like, the more meaning there is behind it. And it's, you don't know what you don't know until you realize that you don't know it. Right, right. And I remember saying that back when I was 21. And I was like, yeah, but mom, you don't know what you don't know until you realize you don't. And like, I'm trying to wrap it to her. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's so funny. But it's so interesting. I find that cliches like come back around and I'm like, oh my God, I thought that was a dumb cliche, but like, it's actually the truth. (laughs) Yeah. Oh no. Like, this was deep. And that's why people say it. But only certain (laughs) people understand that it's real. Other people just put it on t shirts and candles and shit. Like,
1: (laughs) <laughs> yes, that has been a thing that I've been realizing too, where it's like, like I said, like believe in yourself. No, but like really to your core.
0: Right, right. Like just, to your core, and like you can't fuck this up. Right. Yep. When You're you said the be believe fine. in yourself. Yeah. When you said the believe in yourself thing, that popped in my head. You know, I'm always talking about things as like the human piece and the being piece. And I feel like The way that I first received that message anyway was like, believe in your human, like you're pretty enough, you're smart enough, you're blah, blah, blah enough. And the being part of that is like, no, you're just fucking enough, period. Like you just are. And then everything else is like extra. But being able to really tap into that being part for me anyway, took time and experience and perspective shifting and unlearning and decoding and like all of this shit. So I appreciate you like bringing that up.
1: Yeah, the decoding, the unlearning. I feel like we could have a, a podcast episode about that all on its own. Like, mm-hmm. it is absolutely miraculous the way that your brain and your mind changes once you start unlearning and decoding things. Mm-hmm. And I would like relationships, learning from relationships, unlearning through myself and relationships. Have been one of the biggest
0: catalysts that I was avoiding for about eight years. Wow. Yep, that's fascinating. And what I have found too is like when you start by setting the aligned intention, the unlearning comes from you following that path because you there's no fucking choice other than to like look at your blocks and be like, oh, what is this and how is it not about the thing? It's about me and my feelings about it. What have I internalized about this? So walking that path of aligned intention, like is the becoming and the unbecoming, <clears throat> the unraveling and like just coming back to truth. Yeah, even
1: even the way, like feel your feelings, okay? Mm-hmm. That's been a thing for, I, I don't know how long, but I know that like on a conscious level, feel your feelings. I'm like, cool. Feel your feelings means to cry. Mm-hmm. If that is the feeling that I'm feeling, if I feel sad, then to cry. And then- sit there and create stories or create like dig apart and pull apart. Where did this come from? What's the root and analyze, analyze with your mind. That was my belief on what feel your feelings meant. Mm. This just shifted for me like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Feel your feelings actually means to like cry if you want to. And then like, if you feel better after you don't have, like you never have to analyze anything, Mm. your soul, your like emotion body, like you releasing density as you're crying, like you don't have to analyze. You don't have to sit here and figure out where this came from unless you want to, unless you're feeling the nudge to do it. Like the emotion is the wisdom on its own. When you release the density and you allow the emotion to work through, like those those codes from the emotion, the wisdom, they stay within you, but you're releasing the density that you no longer need from this trapped emotion. And that does not mean that you have to create stories, that you have to figure out where this came from, unless you want to. Mm-hmm. But like, I never realized that that was okay. I never realized, I've never felt in my body until two weeks ago, the difference, mm. because I was so used to, well, they said to feel your feelings. So that means I have to sit here and I have to analyze and I have to figure out exactly where this came from. And wow, that came from that. And now I'm going to, now I'm mad. So then it turns into anger. And when like, yeah. then I'm like, I'm, I'm stuck in this spiral and I'm like, wow, I felt like shit all day. What a shitty day.
0: Right. Right. Like, really? Like,
1: mm-hmm. It could have been, I feel the emotions and then it's okay to feel perfectly fine after. Right.
0: Right. Like
1: that does not make you crazy. That does not make you the X, Y, and Z fill in the blank. Like it makes you a human releasing an emotion. But like to me, my consciousness was not there yet that I could understand nor notice it if it was happening in my body. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, Nope. Today's a sad day. So I am sad today. My identity is sad today.
0: Oh, changing identity based on feelings. That's interesting Mm -hmm. to me. Like what I saw when you said that was like, Oh, being instead of the storm chaser, if the storm is the emotion that you're having, like you're just the sky and like the storm passes through the sky and then the sky's still there. So like you get to choose if you want to just be the sky or if you want to pop into the storm chaser and like, look at the storm and see why, and where did it come from and all that shit, or like, just go back to being. Like and you're a choice, which I think is really important. Important.
1: What a wonderful analogy.
0: Oh, why thank you. My brain just speaks to me in analogy sometimes. Like that's how I get information. So here we are. Well, we have gone on a journey <laughs> from so. SEO to storm chasing your emotions. But this is what it's like. Like, I appreciate and love these conversations because I think it's really important to know that like service providers, we're talking about SEO, writing copy, doing your design, but like All of this is related to who you are being in the world. And in my opinion, it makes the most sense to work with people who understand that. So they know that like, oh, you're missing your copy deadline, not because you're being an asshole, but because like it's really fucking hard to see yourself being who you are and putting that out into the world and letting people see it because then people are watching and what happens when you fail as you go as you will, because that's what entrepreneurship is. It's like a series of failures and successes and making it up. So I really appreciate you bringing like your full person to this and sharing with us and all of that jazz um, for people who are interested in learning more about you, working with you, checking out the DIY SEO course, where the, should they go? What should they do?
1: Yeah. So my website is MariahMagazine.com. Then you'll see a button right on there for DIY SEO. <clears throat> you, can, you can click on that, scope it out, purchase it. Um, another one of my favorite services is just, it's my power hour. And that's where I get to jump on these calls. One-on-one, we get to do the keyword research. I get to see the aha moments. Um, I get to feel like a motivation and the inspiration starting to like ooze from the client. And that's, that's really great for me. Um, so yeah, all of that stuff is on my website. If you want to reach out on Instagram, I hang out over there sometimes too. So Mariah magazine studio, Mariah magazine studio.
0: Perfect. All right. And we'll put everything in the show links as well. Mariah, thank you so much for your time, your energy, your perspective, and thank you for you. Thank you for having me. This was fun. And thank you for you, beautiful listener. <laughs> Sincerely, thank you so much for tuning in and listening for this episode. I digitally live over at erinlindstrom.com And I spend a lot of time on Instagram where I am at Erin Lindstrom. So feel free to come on over to my page. Send me a DM. I would love to hear what struck you from this conversation. I hope it was helpful. Let me know your takeaways. I always appreciate your shares so we can help get the word out about the show. There is a link in my Instagram bio where There's access to a ton of cool, some of it free stuff, including my sales and money mindset course, which was $497 and I am currently offering for free. So feel free to go get that. We can do some of the inner work together. Hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I will talk to you soon.